Welcome to Shoujo and Tell, where we discuss shoujo manga and tell who's hot and who's not, talk about themes, and just generally geek out. Today, November 27th, 2019, will be Shoujo and Telling about the series Love and Focus by Yoko Nagiri. I'm your host, Ash McDonald, and I'm joined by Asher Softman. Nobody knows who you are, Asher. No, nobody knows who I am. Yeah. I've never been on this before. Hi, I'm new. <laughs> <laughs> Asher is my gets dragged on for very short series that nobody knows, but that end up being great. And journey through all of Clamp Buddy. Yay. <laughs> also boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, you're also my boyfriend. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's those are my credentials. I love that Asher was like isn't me being your boyfriend the most important part here? <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> last time <laughs> you introduced me or I you had me introduce myself. You were like waiting for me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't. And now you, you're always doing it wrong, Asher. Why are you here <laughs> anyway? Why am I here? Because I live here. Yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 I do things to make you happy yes it's true it's true and now we're going to discuss love and focus which is only three volumes so i expect this episode to be short please don't be wrong <laughs> past me right now <laughs> to future me <laughs> um asher what is love and focus about love and focus is about a girl named mako who her grandfather, whom she loved dearly and who sort of got her into her main hobby, which is photography, um, that grandfather passed away just prior to the beginning of this uh, series. And she moves to where did Hokkaido. She Hokkaido. <laughs> well, she was, she's from Sapporo, but it's implied that they go to a smaller town somewhere in Hokkaido. That's like several. No, this she's, uh, the she's from a small town. I thought. No, she's from Sapporo. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Sapporo is a big city in Hokkaido. Okay. No, in the author's notes, she said it was based on Hakodate, but I'm pretty sure it's fictional. Yes. Smaller city. Hakodate is several hours south of Sapporo. Go on. <laughs> right. So she moves to fake Hakodate uh, because her childhood friend, Kay, invites her saying, hey, we've got a really great photography club here. Why don't you just you know, have a new place, make a new start. And she does. And she's going to be living with Kay, who is a boy, by the way. <gasps> a boy. A boy. An upperclassman boy. Ooh. Scandalous. <laughs> yes. So she's going to be living in a dorm situation with, is that what it, what it was? Or a boarding a house? boarding house. Okay. Those are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> no? All right. It's a dorm where someone cooks for you. I think the main difference is that it's not like seemingly pre-approved by their school. Maybe mm. it is, but I didn't get that sense explicitly. Okay, fine. It's a boarding house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but as soon as she, even before she gets there, she meets this other boy whose name is Amemura. That's his last name. Mako and Kei are first names. Amemura's first name is Mitsuru, but we're not going to use that name because 
Nobody calls him that. <laughs> Just facts. Just facts. Anyway, she was taking some pictures and she accidentally took a picture of him and he was like, no, because he hates having his delete it. it. <laughs> and she was like, I can't delete it. This is a film camera. <laughs> but he uh, lives there, too. And it's about their love triangle. It's very explicitly about their love triangle. Yeah, yeah. You're like, can you hit this on the head harder with this hammer? Can, <laughs> can this? we literalize the metaphor even more? Yeah, no, we can't. We, it's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> Just like when she gets there, she's like, and then I started my life under this triangle roof. And I'm like, really? Don't try too hard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so normally we have a bit where, you know, one of us is an expert in this series, but neither of us is an expert in this series because we both only read it because Asher's brother brought it over and was like, hey, this is a cute shoujo that I, I bought or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, okay. <laughs> and then, but then I was like, I need to record something short in between all these other kind of longer things I've been doing. And then I was like, oh, well, this series is just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> let me do that and uh you know so we were like we don't know how this is gonna turn out but it turned out great i think yeah yeah i wouldn't put this if you've if you've listened to our wake up sleeping beauty episode uh i wouldn't put this i didn't fall in love with this as hard as i fell no. in love with wake up sleeping beauty but this was really nice there's a better word for that it, i <laughs> left feeling like the author has an actual understanding of human relationships and motivations. And it's a nice example that we don't always see in not just manga, but in culture of a like health, the beginning of a healthy relationship and people like learning how to be with other people and growing. And it's great. It's great. It's a really nice manga and it's very short and it's it just so cute and short. You just end up feeling good. Yeah. And like, your trepidation is in the beginning because you're like, mm, love triangles, right? Oh, love triangles. Oh, love triangles. And it's still not the ideal solution to a love triangle. <laughs> because what's the ideal solution to a love triangle? Everybody Edward? dates. Come on. Polyamory is the solution to all love triangles. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, manga is not going that hard yet. <laughs> the shoujo mangas have not gotten to polyamorous high school relationships yet are you sure none that i've read at mm. least somebody come tell me about the, the manga that has a polyamorous high school relationship imagine night rare what <laughs> hikaru wants to marry both eagle and lantis and everyone <laughs> they don't consent to that relationship okay eagle would okay that probably makes him bad but <laughs> No! No! Ego loves Lantis and Hikaru. Fine, whatever. We're not talking about Magic Nightmare. We're not talking- We already talked about Magic Nightmare. <sighs> so, yes. So, I mean... I was going to have Asher read SP Baby, which I already knew was trash. It's a two-volume trash series. So, this would turn out way better than that, you know? <laughs> like- yeah. No, this was a great read. I read it all in one sitting, which I don't recommend, but... No, I think it's the kind of thing you should savor because the art is gorgeous. Nogiri um, takes a lot of care with the details. I I got the sense that she was trying to be more photographic with 
how she composed the backgrounds and the shots. It's not it's not it's not a hyper realistic manga or anything. It's very much, you know, cute shoujo. Yeah. <laughs> but the way each each and every panel is framed clearly took some thought. Yeah, for all the crap that I'll give it about, like really hitting the love triangle on the head, I think overall it's like really, really well paced for something that's so short and just like everything actually does land pretty impactfully. Mm-hmm. If I was going to describe the art, I would actually describe it as something between like Wake Up Sleeping Beauty and uh, Waiting for Spring. <laughs> it reminded me a bit of Waiting for Spring. I think yeah. the other... The other manga style it reminded me of was uh, Hirunaka no Ryusei, which I still think you should read. Daytime Shooting Star? Yeah. Do you have a favorite thing about this series? My favorite thing about this series, I I touched on it a little already, uh, is the realistic depiction of human emotion. (laughs) In, often in manga, I find that people's feelings are very exaggerated and out of proportion yes. or people are too nice or too extreme in whatever their weird conception of the world is, right? <laughs> yeah, too mean. That's what you're trying to say. No, that's not even what I was trying to say. I was thinking of like Tamaki. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Tamaki Suo from Oran. Here, everyone is pretty grounded. Like, there's still some weird things happening, but weird things happen in real life, too. Yeah, they weren't far-fetched. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But then they also, the way they got over those things or dealt with challenges to those worldviews was, like, people actually changed in nice, subtle ways. And I appreciate that as an, I think, particularly as an adult reader. Yeah. I wouldn't even say that they changed. It's just like, you know, they observed other people and then were like, in this brief moment, I can rise to an occasion, you know? Yeah. yeah. And like, and who knows if those lessons stick with them. Again, it's only three volumes, like, but at least that one little, but like they're big changes. So it will have like ripple effects on their behavior in the future. But like in general, it's like, ah, yes, this like, I can muster the courage to rise to like this one occasion. <laughs> yeah, and it 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 neither pulls any punches. Like uh, it's hard to talk about without spoilers. <laughs> I know. Well, we're gonna <laughs> go on. <laughs> it it doesn't when when it portrays behaviors that are bad. You know that the behavior is bad, but you also understand how it came to that point. Yeah, yeah, and then you get to see. The character also be like, I know it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and like come to a reckoning with it. Exactly. And and learn from it and decide how that character wants to be in the future. Yeah. So in general, it was my favorite thing. Yeah, I just thought it was really cute. Like I was skeptical. I was like truly was skeptical about it in the beginning. I was like, oh, this thing is going to go too too hard. What is, what is this? <laughs> like, Ashley doesn't trust my brother's judgment. I don't trust anything. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't skeptical before I read it. I read the first little bit and I was like, I don't know that I like this yeah. because I, I I guess it sort of starts exterior to the characters. Yeah, exterior to the characters. Because I think at the very beginning, it's sort of like they're being seen through a camera. 
But then we we get to know them. And it's like, oh, actually, I love you all. I love you all. There is no character that I was like, no, I don't like you. That's true. Yeah. I would. Yeah. The beginning, I would say for the extreme thing that we just said about there not being no extremes, it does throw you into a situation where you're like, this is weird and, you know, confusing because they do have an extreme emotion for a hot second. But then, like, it smooths itself out. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it give it a little time to grow on you. It won't take that long. Yeah. yeah. Just don't give up after the first chapter. Basically. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Love and Focus is available physically and digitally from Kodansha in the U.S., which should bring manga collectors joy that it's not a digital-only <laughs> release. <laughs> so there you go. You can add it to your collections and everything. Uh, and now that we have talked about this very vaguely and hyped it up as a cute thing that you should read for, you know, like $30 or less or whatever... Uh, we are going to spoil all the cute things. And, you know, if you want to go experience the story for yourself, you should stop and go do that. Spoil, spoil, spoil. Spoil, spoil, spoiler alert. Okay. So I, I think, you know, there are, we have our love triangle. We should probably talk about all these doofs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Which one should we start with? Should we start with Mako? End with Mako? No, let's start with Amimura. Okay, let's start with Amimura. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end with Mako. Okay. Nice little K in the middle there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could talk for K about K for a while. Should we end with K? He's not worthy of that. <laughs> okay. Ooh, opinions. <laughs> Amimura. You yeah. go. <laughs> well, okay. Should we like talk about who they are? Are we are we actually expecting people at this point to have read it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the idea, but you should explain it in ways that maybe if people have not, they they can follow along. All right, so we've got three characters. We've got the girl. <laughs> we've got the childhood friend who is tall and good-looking and blonde. Well, not, I mean, he's drawn with light hair. It's a yes. black and white manga. He's not explicitly blonde. <laughs> On the covers, he has... Brown hair? Yes. Yeah, it's like a light brown hair. Blondie, yeah. <laughs> Dirty blonde. Yeah. Wheat colored. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad we've settled on his hair. Yes. And we have the gloomy looking, dark haired, messy haired guy with glasses who is Amemora. Amemora does not like having his photo taken because... He was a child model, and it traumatized him. <laughs> As we come to expect of anything you make children do. Yeah, yeah. That's Honestly. Work. No, just anything. Just <laughs> anything you force a child to do becomes a trauma. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. What can we say about Amimura? He was, he was instantly my favorite. Like, just, like, looking on the cover, I was like, she should pick that one. And I was like, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Amimura. He loves dogs. That's that's a point in his favor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as soon as Asher was like, there's a dog, and this one likes dogs, he's, <laughs> he's good. He is the gooder boy. He is the gooder boy. And to be clear, neither boy is bad. Yes. It's just he is somehow the gooder boy. He is the gooder boy for Mako. 
Yes. <laughs> Mako is instantly drawn to him. And you're like, it's again a manga moment where I definitely was like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to get it together. <laughs> and listen to yourself when you say things like, my grandfather tells me when you're going to take a picture, you know, it's because you want to cherish a moment and make it last forever. And when she takes pictures of trees, it makes her heart skip a beat. And John comes like, are you, do you hear it? Do you hear it, girl? <laughs> you know, the context is she's telling Amimura yeah. why she took a picture of him. Yeah, she's like, I just keep taking pictures of you spontaneously. Like, Ugh. Yeah. And then she's like, let me tell you my philosophy about why I take pictures. <laughs> and then I'm like, she doesn't hear it. All right, we're going to take a hot second here. Yeah. Arguably, he has the most growth over the series. He starts out the worst, too. <laughs> he starts out the worst? No, I still think K starts out the worst, but really? all right. All right. I think, I mean, he's just like objectively mean, though. Amimura? Yeah. Yeah, but then he gave that soft smile that she took a picture of, and then he wanted to like rip off her camera and smash it, probably. <laughs> yeah, do you hear yourself? Yeah. <laughs> but he yes, did it. He, he did smile at the dog. <laughs> the dog! <laughs> Okay, objectively, the thing that makes the least sense about this series <laughs> is that Amimura hates having his picture taken, yet he lives at a boarding house where everybody else is in the photography club <laughs> at the school. And I guess maybe he didn't anticipate that they would want to take pictures of him as a human subject. And yet that just seems just so bad. <laughs> like That seems like a bad choice. Oh, also... In relation to, since we were talking about geography, he is from Tokyo and has explicitly come to Hokkaido, which is very far north from Tokyo. It, let's see, Hakodate to Tokyo probably takes like six hours by bullet train or something. I don't know. I took train from Sapporo to Tokyo once and it took like nine hours total. But there's no bullet train between Sapporo and Hakodate yet. So <laughs> I'm going to assume... The bullet train parts were only five to six hours. So he ran away to, yeah, this boarding house where everybody else takes pictures. And that just doesn't, that doesn't make sense. He may not have known if he was coming from that far away. He was just like, yes, here's a boarding house. All right. Oh, they have a dog. Okay. I mean, he definitely chose it for the dog. Yeah, no, he canonically said, like, <laughs> there was some reason he gave. And then he was like, and then the rest was Emochi, which is the name of the dog. And Emochi is a very cute dog. Best character. <laughs> it's a very good character. Yeah. Good dog. Yeah. Well, Amimura is the most interesting, yeah, because he's not part of this club, yet they keep dragging him in. Because he lives there. Because he lives there, and he was a photography star before. He was the star of everybody's photographs. How did you feel about the twist about him knowing the grandfather in I mean, the I end? I that. When, when she said her grandfather's name, his eyes were like, oh. I don't think I noticed. Yeah, no. I'm he, a very dupable reader. Uh, oh, yeah, here. There was a significant, you know, not like a close-up or anything of his face, but the, the Nogiri went out of her way to draw his face rather than hers as he listened to her talk about her grandfather. Mm. I was like, it's so subtle because you can hardly see his eyes. You can never see his eyes. 
for the first two volumes. You were like, his eyes did a thing. I <laughs> thought they did, but I guess my brain put that there. I mean, he definitely has a face, I guess, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I was looking for cues, like, okay, this guy hates photography. Why does he hate photography? We're going to find out something about his past. Oh, does it have something to do with her grandfather now that she's bringing up her grandfather? So I kept that in mind. <sighs> so pat, though. <laughs> Yeah, and I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. To me, I was like, no, I didn't need this. I didn't need this bit. Yeah, it was unnecessary, but it was, was kind of nice. It's like, oh, and now we get to see a little bit more of her grandfather. I, I liked that part. Yeah, because before we only really got, I mean, I guess we got parts of it through Kay. I actually don't really remember getting that many things about her grandfather through Kay. No. Because Kay hyper-focused on her. That's true. Every, where is everybody's cameras pointed in this series? Kay. Oh. Mako. That's a nice metaphor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you waiting to pull that out or was that off no, the No, that was... Oh, that was, nice, nice. I was just responding to you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kay's is literally pointed at Mako. When she's doing the yeah. things where she's taking pictures of Amemura from behind, he then took a picture of her from behind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mako is literally pointing her camera at Amimura. Yep. Amimura's like, screw all your cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Amimura's like, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see anything. <laughs> I wear my bangs long to hide my eyes from the world. My eyes from the And the world from my eyes. <laughs> Ash was getting very emphatic over here. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have bangs, but he tried very it's hard to fold them. The down. visual metaphors in this series are real good. They're Good. They're choice. good. Even when they are being over like too hard, I'm like, all right. I mean, fine. <laughs> but, like, They're pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's good. It's good. Okay. So Amimura, yes, somehow ends up being best boy. I mean, always the grout. You know, I love the grouchy ones. I know you love who the grouchy ones. Then really soft boys. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and you always distrust the nice boys. Oh, yes. No, nice boys always want something. I guess we're going to talk about K now. We're going to talk about K now. And it's going to be funny. <laughs> it's going to be great. Because, okay, generally explain more about K from an objective standpoint before me. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 what Ashley's not saying is she instantly disliked K. I definitely instantly disliked K. I agreed that he wasn't as cute as Amimura. Not but I did not dislike him on site. Okay, part of it definitely in the beginning... I will explain to listeners was I kept looking at him and being like, he reminds me of somebody else. And I couldn't quite place who it was until I got to volume two or something. And then I was like, oh, he reminds me of Kento from Kimi Todoke. And we all know how I feel about Kento. Kento! <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't read Kimi Todoke, which is a crime. It is a crime at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Kay is the childhood friend. He's a year older than Mako, who is our girl. I don't know if we didn't get into her yet, really. So Kay also does photography. He got into photography because he was childhood friends with Mako and learned from her grandfather at the same time she did. Kay comes from a strict background. Her, his <laughs> Ooh, that would have been an interesting love triangle his um father is a doctor and just like constantly pushes him to have good grades and go to a good school and 
have perfect test scores, you know, Japan. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not really about that life, but he has a hard time, you know, with confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Kay is very uh, easygoing. He's friendly to everyone. He's very popular with girls. Don't remember if he's popular with guys or not. Probably not. That was not mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guy to guy relationships. There's not a Despite the number of guys. Yeah, there are definitely more guys in this than you. There girls. are more guys, and yet <laughs> it's really about the love triangle, so. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else is just like, who why are you here? <laughs> background characters. Yeah. Kay has a crush on Mako. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Why don't you move all the way over here to live with me? Yeah. It'll be good, right? It'll be great. I'm just being a friend. I'm just being a nice friend. Yeah. Mako is oblivious. And uh, he decided that like he would never, he wouldn't tell her his feelings until he could beat her in a photo contest. I didn't like that part. It was very tropey, but then it gets subverted a little. I mean, it does, because he always realizes that he's wrong. Yeah. I think everyone realizes they're wrong, which is also nice. Yeah. But Kay does things knowing that they're wrong and then regrets them. And that's why I don't like Kay, because I relate too hard to Kay. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't like Kay? You like Kay. I don't like Kay. No! Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, ugh, Fine. I was really being like, okay, you're fine. And then he kissed her. And then I was like, mm, back on my bad list again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I still, I, I, I believe in Kay. He's got some growing room. They've all, they're in high school. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's not the worst boy, but I'm just like, Kay. Yeah. He's working on it. He's working on it. He's working on it. So there are many ways in which I relate to Kay. And that's why I hate him. And that's why. <laughs> and then I said, Ashley, that's weird because I think I'm more like Kay than you are. And then we're like, I don't know what your reasons are, though. So you tell them, you first. know, being the like easygoing, nice guy who doesn't like confrontation. That's a big one. You know, coming from the, you know, affluent background. Like, mm, I'm being I'm being read here. <laughs> like I'm being attacked. <laughs> <laughs> And I think also he does, mm, no, this is a way I'm unlike Kay because he does go into action once he has to. And I'm just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, no, see, that's why I was like, my notes literally say, ugh, I def hate Kay because he's relatable. He's all inspired by his rival. He realizes this trap he's fallen into, but fell into it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do that. I think everyone does that. I know, but then it makes him kind of mad and do petty things that only hurt him in the end. <laughs> I don't do that. Right. So that's the way that I related to him and that I was just like, you know, the whole time he's like, I know that she likes Amamura more than me and I have to stop it. But then he stops it in all like the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's immediately like, oh, no, I know that I've done the wrong thing. But that's what I like about him. He realizes he's done the wrong thing and then he attempts to fix it. Not a lot of people do that. They realize they've done the wrong thing and they double keep, down. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> 
keep going like, well, maybe I can fix it <laughs> in post. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It's difficult. <laughs> He's like, oh, I did a stupid thing by, you know, challenging myself. Oh, I have to beat her in a contest first. And he takes it back. And he, you know, tells her how he feels. Then he does a bad thing by, like, sort of pressuring her into a relationship with him. Yeah. But he did do it in, like, a pretty reasonable way. I think he was reasonable. What got messed up was that Sionji tried to mm. interfere. And I'm like, no, that's, that's no good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sionji's advice is bad. <laughs> yes. Sionji is a side character who is the pretty boy. He's a quarter French. He's a quarter French. <laughs> Very important. His first name is Luca. Luca. <laughs> Lucas, but pronounced French. So there's no S's. <laughs> there's no S's. Um, and he's all like, you know, has a million girls who love him and whatever. And then so he, Kay opens up to Sionji and Sionji's like, let me tell you my my secret problem. I'm in love with my brother's wife. <laughs> like, okay. Your problem is much thornier than my problem. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then Sionji tries to do a like, bro, we're cool. And then I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're bad. <laughs> you did I, a bad. I don't think Sionji is bad. I think his. He did a bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, his advice to Kate was bad. But he's also a high schooler. <laughs> Yay, high schoolers. This was all very high school. I mean, yeah. I mean, if we're going to go basic, like, sure. Okay. Now all <laughs> friends to lovers people, I guess, are going to remind me of me. <laughs> Asher's like, no comment. <laughs> Asher was definitely Mako in this situation. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Unbelievably so. <laughs> so I guess we should talk about Mako. Are we done with Kay? Yeah. Kay. Kay is a good boy that I still dislike. <laughs> That's fine. We agree. I like him, but he's a, he's an okay boy. I don't like him as much as I like. Look at his. He just looks so like sly to me. I'm like, I don't trust you. <laughs> I, he just looks friendly. No. No. <laughs> I don't trust. I would punch him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ashley doesn't trust the gentle smiling ones. I don't trust the gentle smiling ones. And this yet, is what Kento's done to me, y'all. And yet. Okay. <laughs> uh -huh. No, I vetted you for 10 years. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Mako. <laughs> Mako. Mako is, and this took me by su surprise, but she's a very like headstrong and simple girl. Like she just, <laughs> she knows what, well, no, she sees something and she goes for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like a dog. <laughs> Maybe that's why Alamora likes her. <laughs> she just wants to take pictures of dogs. She just wants to take pictures and like have a good time and have a new life and be friends and be friends with nice boy K. <laughs> nice boy K, who she thinks thinks of her as a little sister. 
She's like, he's just my big brother. No, no, no. He, she said, she didn't even call him a big <laughs> yeah. brother. She was like, he thinks of me as a little sister. And mm. I was like, okay. <laughs> Girl. 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 <laughs> yeah. She, and I appreciate that she's headstrong. And there's, there's a different word. Like, she just like, she gets to be sort of impulsive and single-minded in a way that a lot of manga girls don't get to be like they have to be cute and sweet and a little like smarter than everybody else and (laughs) manipulative or whatever but no she has to be duplicitous yeah normally in some way yeah yeah and she doesn't in fact it's both guys that have to yeah and the thing that they like about her is that she doesn't have to be duplicitous yeah yeah (laughs) i really like the moment where K at like at the very end when Amamura has is having his problem with the lady has sent him the letter and what should he do with it and K is like come we shall sit in my room and discuss or whatever <laughs> all three of us before when like I guess him and Mako are still in their like trial relationship which is why it should have been polyamorous <laughs> which is why it should have been polyamorous <laughs> yeah is this the moment where it happens I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah. It was it was about how she didn't realize that he was the child actor. Oh, but Kay, yeah. Kay had realized that Amamura was the child actor. And so then they're like, why didn't you look up Amamura after you found that one picture of him in the magazine after figuring yeah, that out? And yeah. she's like, why would I do that? If you didn't want to talk about it, then... Then that would be rude. Yeah, that would be rude to look it up. And then they're both just like in stunned silence. And she's like, did I, am I weird? Did I do this wrong? Like, what's going on? Uh, And then Kay's like, no, I'm just thinking about how great you are for, you know, doing something that other people would have just given into their base impulse and like looked up this person. He's like, don't worry, I'm Mercoon is like thinking the same thing. Yep, Mako. <laughs> well, since you know, since K and Mako didn't work out, K should totally go for Amimura. Anyway, <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, anyway, Mako is a girl who doesn't have to be too duplicitous. Yeah, and that's really great. That is really great. I didn't really think about that until now, and how that really is normally a strong JoJo manga yeah. trope. Yeah, and also the other thing I appreciate about Mako is that, yes, everybody else figured out her feelings before she did, but she did figure them out on her own. Yeah, like everybody very purposely was like, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I mean, Kay has his own reasons for not wanting to tell her, right. but like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm going to throw that, this That wasn't rehearsed. That, was- <laughs> that, that just happened. Now I'm just really thinking about how I'm like, yeah, damn. Normally the shoujo manga plotline is like Maid Sama where it's like she has a double life or like, you know, they're really an ugly girl, but they're work themselves up to be pretty or. Or Oron. Or Oron. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say or like Kimi Todoke, it's kind of, it's the opposite thing where it's like this 
you know, everybody else has this perception of you and doesn't see you for who you really are. So they're trying to like assert their true personality. Whereas Mako is just like, I'm just here. This is me in person. <laughs> everybody else understands me <laughs> and they admire me. I actually, I feel like I'm Mako in this way. A lot of the time, like people, cause I don't, I don't drink or do any other drugs. And so when I hang out with people from work or whatever, and we have like happy hours, they'll always be like, Ashley, like I admire you for like not giving in to these other things that people usually do. And I'm like, yep. We'll see now if you're Mako and I'm the one who's more like K, that's unfortunate. I'm Mako and K. But I'm not, I'm not Amimura. <laughs> you're not Amimura. No. Although I don't like getting my picture taken. That's relatable. That is that is a true thing. You do not like getting your picture taken. <laughs> I was not a child actor, model person. No, no, you were not. That would be super weird. That would be weird. Super weird. And I wear my glasses because I need them. Yeah. I don't know. I just keep thinking about how people are like, I hate friends to lovers trope. And I'm just like, what? do people hate my life? <laughs> Why do people hate friends to lovers? I don't know. I recommend that everybody fall in love with their best friend. <laughs> if you don't, if, if, I mean, okay, we don't all have to follow friends to lovers, but if, if the person you're in love with, you're not also friends with, like, what's that about? <laughs> that about? No, but the friends to lovers is specifically like you're friends with them first and then yeah. you become lovers. Sure. I like that. Yeah. I don't think everybody has to follow that trajectory. I mean, people date, whatever. People meet through dating. That's still a thing, kind of. Like, we have Tinder. We have Tinder. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I f it does feel much more natural to me to, like, develop feelings for somebody that you already liked. And liked spending time with and you learn more about them. Yeah, no. My little foray into OkCupid okay made me be like, I don't understand this, actually. <laughs> this is yeah. weird. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, my first relationship was also, like, I had been friends with him before dating <laughs> you know yep. childhood friends to lovers mm. yeah is the problem childhood friends to lovers because like i can kind of understand that yeah 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 i don't necessarily hate it but like i can understand how it's more of a squeaky <laughs> yeah for me that one just doesn't ring as true are as a child but the, okay well that's what Kay and Mako would be then though right well that's you know that is the problem actually Kay is always like Mako you never change and it's like no she probably did <laughs> like, yeah yeah <laughs> I don't well, but see I am intrigued by it from a perspective of like you helped shape each other so in some ways I feel that it would make sense yeah. that then you would like each other with romantic feelings yeah but also i don't know like i'm a very different person than i was at four <laughs> <laughs> yes but the point is, is that if you grow up with somebody yeah. who's seen you since you were four and you've both been like you know yeah no i i forming I, each other like. i do still like childhood friends to lovers it just i Every time I see it, I'm like, but would this really happen? I don't know. The point. Well, we don't agree with friends to lovers in this one. We do think that Amimura is the correct choice for Mako. Okay, we should talk about some photography lessons that we get 
Okay. So in the beginning, Mako was like, this is why I do photography. This is like how, what I learned from my grandfather. The big lesson was when you take a picture, it's because something moved your heart. So always cherish that feeling. Don't let it get away. And I don't know. To me, it's interesting to read the story in, you know, 2019 and she's using a film camera. Like it is somewhat canonically weird in the story, right? Like they're like, why do you have a film camera yeah, in this yeah. day and age? To be like, we live in vapid selfie culture and that's definitely not why we take photos. <laughs> I think the the principle is still there. We take a selfie because we want to remember this moment. No? I don't take selfies. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I, I took a selfie the other day, actually. Why? I was like, oh, I like the way my hair looks right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely have those moments. But then normally when I take a picture, I'm like, no, it doesn't actually look as good in the picture. <laughs> and then I delete it. I take like five different pictures and I'm like, nope, they all look bad. I only took two. I deleted oh. the first one. It sucked. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, this one's okay. When you use the front facing camera, it's better. It's yes. Better. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was a little cheesy that she was using a film camera because like that's been the old ways better i'm very i i am very tired of that trope (laughs) asher is very tired of being told that his internets isn't good (laughs) crops up like once or a million times a day to be fair i'm one of those people that will tell him his internet that's exactly what i'm saying um (laughs) now we're having a lover's fight on this (laughs) no we're not um so i thought it was like you know how the the manga goes like a little too hard on some of its metaphors making them literal i was like okay come on (laughs) although i i the way uh the the film teacher whatever photography club teacher yeah did say that like oh there is a different quality i was like okay i didn't know that so maybe there's a good reason for this i could understand there's something, I think like everything old is having a little bit of a resurgence just because people like to, what? You I just think that's been going on for decades. No, what? <laughs> Retro was a thing back in the 90s. Okay, yeah, but now even, I feel like now we've lost with digital things, we're like losing the physicality mm. of stuff that mm. people now are coming to value more. Like, that's really why vinyls and stuff come back is people are like, oh, actually, the physical thing is an art object. And like, yeah, now that I, I take so many more photos than I ever took, I never print them out, <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> uh, and then I think about how this is a very generational thing where, you know, I'll walk around my parents' house or whatever, other people's houses, and they have like a million photos printed out. And I'm like, I have no photos of like anybody <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. And you think that's a generational thing, that yeah. our generation doesn't have photos, like, up physically. Yeah. Or when we do, it's very much, you know, like, a quaint thing at, like, a wedding where you have, like, mm. film strip pictures to print out. Or there are now, like, I have a, a mini camera that will print out things like a, a Kodak mm-hmm. on the spot or whatever. Like, I think those things are coming into resurgence, but only because we're all like, oh, no, <laughs> like we've, we've lost something. Yeah. And like, you can huh. be all like, oh, it's cheesy that Mako does this thing. But like, I'm like, I don't know. It's both reflective of a moment and also subverting a moment, I feel. Sure. 
character in the way that this manga is actually very good at for three volumes. Yes. <laughs> this manga fits a lot in somehow and it doesn't do it by like cramming the space either literally on the page or in the in the pacing i don't i don't know how it does it i don't know how it did it either (laughs) there are a lot of very subtle emotional cues also that might help yeah i still somehow feel like this series is relying a lot on tropes but then at the very like we'll just do something very subtle to be like and then like you knew you did have to rely on knowing the trope to be like, oh, for it to have like the full impact. But then like the real impact comes from being like, oh, when we landed like weirdly <laughs> somehow. We landed in a place <laughs> of realness. Yeah. Of reality. <laughs> and like, oh, this is how you grow rather than, oh, and I have triumphed. I have triumphed. I think that's what it is. It's like, ah, this is a place to grow. I also like the photo teacher gives some photo advice, which was different from the one that you pointed out, but which was just real photo advice. (laughs) This one. I thought the real photo advice still applied to. Sorry, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Well, there are some situations where I would not apply that, but yes, go ahead. (laughs) So this is when, in the very beginning, they reveal that Mako has won many photo contests and they are looking at one of her, I guess, more recent submissions that she won for. And it was a picture of a cherry blossom tree being reflected in a lake. Like it has the tree and the reflection in the lake in the same photo. And the way they printed it was, you know, the tree coming out of the ground, like facing up and the the lake is underneath it. But she's like, no, that's not how I took it. I took I like purposely climbed a tree and then hung myself upside down to like take this picture this way. So she was like kind of annoyed that like they didn't print it in the way that she wanted it to be. And the teacher says, uh, if your photo gets recognition, that means it has appeal, even from a different point of view. And I think it's okay to be happy about that. Um, and then he keeps going, but of course it's always best when you see things the same way. And I was like, yes, that is a good balance of like <laughs> what you need in a relationship is like, because I think what, what works about Amamura and Mako is that, you know, they're both being like, oh, you're helping me see things in a new way, but it's still a new way that like jives with either how they want to see the world or they already do see it, yeah. you know? Like- yeah. And the what how they want to see the world is also important. Yeah. Because like a good relationship helps you get to the place you want to be. Yeah. So like for him to be like, it's good for you to get a new perspective on how people view your things, but in the end you should still come to like a... You know, and that's that's the thing about good writing, too, I feel, is, like, we are all seeing things, but things that really, really resonate are things that are, like, so clear and we all, like, kind of agree on on some basic level, I feel. (laughs) I think that's the only way people can understand one another is if they're, when you say something, oh, we all know what is being said. I I, I guess I'm just repeating what you're saying. (laughs) It's, I don't think agreeing on what i don't think agreement is always like the end goal Mm. i think it's fine to be together with someone who you know sees things differently as long as you can see it the way the other person is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can be like i understand this point of view yeah yeah yes (laughs) like we we did just now yes (laughs) relationship goals (laughs) 
Now, now, now we're a relationship podcast. Now we're. <laughs> I mean, life we, advice. Haven't we always been? This is a shoujo manga podcast. <laughs> Asher made fun of me for writing. Find that person who's going to think your strengths are strengths and your weaknesses are strengths too. And he's it's still laughing. Oh, so gross. <laughs> Right, whatever. <laughs> so cute. Disgusting. Disgusting. And then Ashley's all like, no, you're the gross one. I'm like, Ashley oh. is the gross one. I'm the Sundari one. <laughs> you can beat Sundari and gross. Yeah. And that's what makes the grossness land more because you're not normally gross. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. 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 I would like to say that, okay, so talking about motifs, there is all this silly lens motifs that, you know, Amimura wears glasses and then he doesn't because he doesn't need them and he was distorting his image and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) I mean, that's a thing you learn when you draw, like when you're drawing characters is like putting barriers between your character, particularly their face and the reader puts distance you're you're making them seem like a more distant character not having the glasses makes them seem more honest having the bangs in front of amimura's face also literal barrier literal barrier like amimura takes this advice literally yeah but as opposed to photo camera that is apparently supposed to reveal your true self i think what i struggle with with this too is that in today's culture of taking pictures i think also i often want to take more pictures because I feel like I don't take enough pictures of like myself or something at events. Like I don't have, you know, like pics or it didn't happen. Sometimes I don't have pics and I'm like, oh no, did it not happen then? You know? (laughs) Harder for me to relate to, but okay. But like this is a general thing in culture, right? I I think you're more plugged into this than I am. Okay. (laughs) As per usual, Asher lives in very weird niches on the internet and I live in like on the fringes of the mainstream. And I'm like, I just don't get it. Anyway. <laughs> but I, keep, I work in tech, so I'm like, I keep trying. I don't know. And then, <laughs> so yeah, so people will be like, Pixar didn't happen. And like, I struggle between being like, I want to show how much fun I have and remember it in this like cherished memory way. But then I also feel like it makes people not present, right? And like, I hate when people are taking videos and crap at concerts because I'm just like like doing it constantly because I'm like then you're just not listening to the like you're not in the thing that you're supposed to be in at that time I actually had this conversation at work uh a few days ago where they were like oh yeah if you're behind the camera taking so many pictures and putting them on social media you're not engaging in whatever it is you came there to do and I'm like but what if you actually did come there go there to take pictures and see the world through that. Like, I think part of, uh, I want to defend the picture taking, even though I hate pictures. Please do. <laughs> um, because my dad. So Asher of you. <laughs> no, because my dad really, really um, loves photography. Yes. And that is a way that he, you know, takes in the world and makes something beautiful. Like his photographs are actually really great. And that, for years I was like, you should like, enter contests or put them on the internet or something. And he didn't for a long time. Now he has an Instagram. (laughs) And I don't. (laughs) Your dad's cooler than you now. He's always been cooler than me. (laughs) My 60-year-old father. So 
I don't like to say that the picture taking is inherently bad, even if it is a constant thing. Like this is the way that these people are making a memory for themselves. It doesn't work for me. And you're blocking my view with your phone. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think it's like a a soul-destroying impulse or anything. Like, I don't think it's wrong. Mm. It's annoying. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely an aspect of it where I'm like, when you are sharing a physical space with others, it still feels rude to me to not be present in the physical space with them and like I get that it's like you didn't you don't know these people, right? Like yeah. so you want to share it with people you who you do know. No. <laughs> like again, I am also somewhat hypocritical here because I hate going outside and interacting with people. Like I very much hate people. <laughs> like, well, maybe that's why you put more of you like you invest more into this going out and doing the thing because it takes more for you that's true to get get out there these people maybe they're out all the time <laughs> or maybe, maybe not maybe maybe yeah, we, we don't know i mean yeah but i mean this goes with my inherent conservative <laughs> streak of like technology is bad yeah and- I, yeah that's part of it <laughs> <laughs> This is the lens which I see through the world. (laughs) Groan. These are just very random things. But apparently the title of this series in Japanese is The Triangle of Lens Inn. And that's just a terrible title. It's funny because the name of the inn, like it's something that isn't lens inn, but the way you can read it in Japanese to say lens and that's why everyone calls it that, as well as it being the photo- photography club. De facto de- yeah. photography club Home. house. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's terrible because it sounds like some sort of cheesy, cozy mystery novel. <laughs> it does. You're right. It does. It does. does. <laughs> I liked it. Like, I don't like it more than Love and Focus as a no, title. Love and Focus is a great title. <laughs> I like it because, I think because it sounds cozy. <laughs> no. Um, I think for me, um, remembering that, like, it's explicitly about the triangle puts the fact that it is all about the triangle in perspective for me. It's like, but what about these other characters? Or what about, like, her family? Or what about his family? Or what about their high school lives? No, it's just about this triangle in this inn. It's like, oh, okay. I feel like I got that still. (laughs) I don't need this cheesy title for this. I am easily distracted. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) By the dog. (laughs) I'm trying to... Think of which one is... Okay, so I said that I liked the order of the covers. The order of the covers is volume one is all three of them are on it. Volume two is only the two dudes. And volume three is Mako. I like this because I think, again, it's a little... It's a more of a subversion thing again. Where, like, it's like... Okay, again, it's very making very clear. It's like, this is about... This love triangle. <laughs> but then in the end, it's like, Mako is the best. <laughs> and like, 
comes to own all the things that she wants, right? I think I agree with you now. Like, we were talking about it a little before. Sorry, everyone who's not privy to our dinner conversations. <laughs> um, no, I think I agree with you. It, it, I think I said what I said because this is not the way I would expect covers to be ordered. Like, for me, yeah. I expect the main character on the cover of the first book, then, oh... These are the people she's, you know, interacting with. Sort of like Waiting for Spring is like each boy. Yeah. <laughs> she gets she gets a cover with each boy. Oh, no. Was it each boy and it then she gets a cover e- yeah, with each boy? Yeah, it was her first and yeah. each boy. Then right. it's all of them together. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm used to. Yeah. Um, but this being like, oh, this is all three of them together. I still didn't get the love. Tri- I mean, I know it's a love triangle because there's two guys and a girl. But like, I didn't like really register the triangle literal triangle um i lost track of my sentence <laughs> I, for me it's less that like the 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 last book the last cover is oh mako's the best it's more like oh and this is the culmination of all the things mako's learned yeah yeah i think also i like her like surprised expression on the first one where she's like, I'm in a love triangle. (laughs) Yeah. I think that cover gave me a very, like, just the impression I got of Mako was very different from the girl I got within, like, 10 pages of opening the book. (laughs) Yeah. I guess she seems more passive there. Yeah. And then she's all, like, trepidatiously smiley on the third one. Like, I've got this. I got my camera. We're all good, you know? Like, (laughs) It does seem she's grown up. Yeah. And then the second one. The second cut. It's just the boys. Like, I think that's just. They look good together. They should be together. They should all be together. (laughs) It would take some, takes a lot of talking. A lot of communication. That is my understanding of polyamory. Yes. A lot of communication. Yes. (laughs) But they look good together. Yeah. Maybe if Mako makes them take more pictures, like, make, like, takes more pictures of them together, like, maybe. Yeah, they'll just start looking at them and be like, we do together yeah yeah the other random thing i wanted to mention was there was a a word bubble very (laughs) very early on well when amimura is still like i don't like you you keep taking pictures of me to mako (laughs) even though i tell you not to and she's talking about how he's like oh they get to see each other at school too but the word bubble that has at school Two is like flipped upside down because it's like ricocheted off the force field that he has put in place. <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> the, the visual tricks this manga employs are all on point and I love them all. I know. <laughs> it's just also just really pretty art. I, you don't even need to listen to this podcast. Just like go online while you're listening and just like have this in the background. Just like look at the pictures. Yeah, just read the it's first. Gorgeous. I'm sure the first volume or not the first volume. The first like chapter is free or something on Kodansha oh. or Amazon. or oh. oh, they got to tease you so that you buy them. Yeah, it's very effective. <laughs> I've, I've definitely bought books after reading the first chapter. There you go. There you go. I'm uh, easily led. Yeah. So I don't feel like we have to have a shipping corner because the whole thing is just one large ship. And I don't care about these side characters. Do you care about the side characters? Not particularly. No. They were nice. Like, I like them, nice. but I'm not invested in I'm them. I'm not at all invested in them. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think we're supposed to be. I don't think we have to be. I don't think we have to be. <laughs> so in conclusion, 
Thanks, Andrew, who is Asher's brother, for bringing this random series to us, I guess. Andrew, if you haven't read it yet, you should. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, you said... Okay, so I also haven't read... What's your name? Nogiri. Oh, uh, I haven't read no. This, this the Wolf Boy is mine. Or yeah, something. I haven't read that. Either. I haven't either, but I've heard of it. Did you have like an impression after his? Did you hear good or bad things about it? Because I feel like I had also only heard of it, and I was like, that sounds silly and not like a series that I want to read. So I think that also gave me bad. I'm looking it up. Right That's why now. I was trepidatious about this. <laughs> but in the end, I was like, oh. This was very good. Now I'm like, is the wolf boy is mine good? (laughs) Yeah, it's called That Wolf Boy Is Mine. Yes. I think I heard it was cute. Like, cuter than people expected. I think they expected it to be raunchier. Oh, no. Oh, no. I do not know. Okay, well, the point is that now I am less trepidatious about reading That Wolf Boy Is Mine, which I guess is good. Another mm-hmm. short one. It's only four volumes. Mm-hmm. We can aspire to read that now. <laughs> it probably won't be as good because I think she did this one first and maybe it taught her some lessons. I think she did that Wolf Boy's Mind first. I, 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 I was like, what? I got what you meant. <laughs> yes, she definitely did that Wolf Boy's Mind first. <sighs> are those the only things that she's like done? Let's see. Yes, these are the, those are the only two mangas that she's done. So I feel like we can aspire to do that Wolf Boy is mine okay. soonish. All right, so yes, so Yoko Nogiri, you've left a good impression on me. Yes. I have faith in you now. Yes. <laughs> Keep it up, Yoko Nogiri. I look forward to your tomato <laughs> self. <laughs> you did that with no context. Yep. No, it's better. <laughs> Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Ash is going to let this stand. Thank I'm, you. I am going to let it stand. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Show Joe and Tell. Comments, questions, constructive criticism, concerns? Need to gush about your OTP? Do you ship K with Mako? Don't. Don't. Unless you do it as a threesome. <laughs> yes. Email showjoeandtell at gmail.com or leave a comment on showjoeandtell.com slash loveandfocus. We're at Shoujo and Tell on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Asher. Nope. Can, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let it stand. Are you excited every time you see a new episode from us? If so, please consider leaving a rating in Apple Podcasts. Look at that. I almost said what I normally say, but I wrote Apple Podcasts, and I'm going to get it right someday. This will help the podcast reach more hearts, or at least ears. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next time for Basara by Yumi Tamamura. Well, the third third of it anyway, because it's really long. I think it's like 27 volumes. This is the plan. Let's see if I stick to it. Until next episode, bye. Bye. You won't see me next episode, but you don't see me ever. Oh, you. Oh, me.